at Baba Testimony123. Lori Instagram, Jesu Lolua. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Take this too serious, we just here to have fun. Father and son, you don't know. Why is that? Mama moved from nothing to something. That was my story. Every day we pop in something. We give God the glory to all the years when we put on a lancing. I'm so sorry, me they wanna jam it up. Money counting, Jado said it's why not only Say Alu Barica, Alu Barica From Lagos Stone to America Alu Barica, Alu Barica Blessings all I see Alu Barica, Alu Barica From Lagos Stone to America Alu Barica, Alu Barica Your blessings all I see Jado said I'm on me as a busy body Every time I come, me get a busy body. Me been hustling from place to place, yeah. Hustling from place to place, yeah. Back then, me I was so filthy. Yeah. Right now I'm still rich, yeah. Jah don't tell nobody, go be stop me. Me wanna see Ain't no red label Me kill friend Jenny not Mabel Me not get like me no king and no Abel Oh yeah yeah Oh yeah yeah Everything blessed No more stress Everything blessed Yeah one Barica Alu Barica From Lagos Don't to Jamaica Alu Barica Alu Barica Your blessings is all I see Alu Barica from Lagos to America From the Rock City of Nigeria Rock City of Nigeria This is Fresh 107.9 
Three minutes can pass 7 a.m. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, this Monday morning is the first working day of the week, but the last day of the month of May. It's the 31st of May, 2021. And I bet that a number of you are hoping to get the very best of the last day of the month. We should very best as you head out for your offices, your places of business, or wherever it is you're going uh, this Monday morning. Freshly pressed this morning. Time to take a look at the headlines uh, on the newspapers as we kickstart, hopefully, a good week. Uh, because uh, the weekend uh, came with its troubles, came with uh, some um, sad news of a number of occurrences across the country. Wali Bakar is my name. Good to know you are there. Uh, joining us this uh, Monday morning. Mr. Samson Akindale is with me this morning as we take a look at the headlines together. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, great to see you this Monday. Uh, good morning. It's great to be here again. Um, after a weekend of uh, action for those uh, who love the game of football, um, mm. I enjoy myself this weekend. Well, I, I don't know if you know people would say they enjoy because uh, for most people they are not Chelsea fans. No, they I'm didn't also, want Chelsea I'm also to not win. A Chelsea fan. No, um, I saw. I saw. I saw your. I, I think it was your status. I was saying, <laughs> let Chelsea win for global peace. Yeah, exactly. You know, but beyond that, but then be, Chelsea winning that. also affects global peace because they will go on and on about how they are doing. Uh, well, this would it would be positive, or it should be positive. And you know, when <laughs> they see a team like that, an average team, you know, winning, you know, the, the Champions League, you want to rejoice for them. Uh, they didn't just get there by luck. Okay. And um, they, they worked hard. For you to be the best, you have to be the best. They, they beat them all around before getting there. So, who, who says they should not be celebrated? So, once again, congratulations, Chelsea. Anyway, um, incidentally, it's actually reported on some of the dailies this morning, especially how Nigerians took the celebrations. I saw the pictures and videos of how Chelsea fans uh, got themselves decorated ahead of the game on Saturday. Anyway, uh, the headlines this morning. Uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for, Buhari talks tough, APC, ACF, condemn ex-Jonathan's aid. Uh, Buhari talks tough, APC, ACF, condemns ex-Jonathan's aid killing. Uh, that's on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning, 119 passengers from high-risk countries refuse isolation. Uh, that's according to the Lagos State Government. Is also on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Stop running around. Abuja can't make you rivers governor. That's according to uh, Governor Yesom Wiki. Uh, you'd have to read that to find out who he's talking to. A uh, suspected headsman, Raid Eboy, Benue, Enugu communities, kill 46. It's also. Uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Uh, there are a number of others on the punch. All worker paraded as emo police station attacker, family colleagues kick. Six arrested, stealing rail track in Ogun. Crime weapons recovered. Uh, also there uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning. The Guardian uh, says federal government to privatize 12 highways uh, is there on the Guardian. Uh, this uh, morning, Gulak's killing heightens tension in Southeast on Biafra Memorial Day. Uh, also on The Guardian, uh, to look out for police say suspected killers of Gulak shot dead in shootout. There's another on The Guardian. Southern Middle Belt leaders demand restructuring. Adoption of 1963 constitution is there as well to look out for. Lagos threatens to deactivate absconded travelers' passports for one year. Is there 
uh, on the Guardian as well. There's this story. It says Nigeria not under any debt stress. DMO insists. It's also on the Guardian uh, this uh, Monday morning to look out for. Uh, despite the number of talks about the country's debt profile, the debt management office saying we're not under any debt stress. It's there on the Guardian at uh, the Tribune. Again, suspected headsmen killed 12 in Benue. Is on the Tribune. One killed. 200 Islamia students kidnapped in Niger. Also there uh, on the Nigerian Tribune. Assanists set another INEC office ablaze in Imo. Is another uh, on the Nigeria Tribune uh, this uh, morning. There is uh, this story on the Premium Times says Asu elects new president. Is there on the Premium Times? Former advisor to Good Luck Jonathan. Okay. Uh, it says Gulak police blame IPOP. Say killers neutralized. Is there on the Premium Times as well? Again, bandits abduct many students in Niger State. Also there. Uh, on the Premium Times this uh, morning, the Nigerian News Direct. Southeast boils. Gunmen murder Gulak Jonathan's ex-advisor. Destroy INEC. Bomb immigration office. Gulak's killers will not escape justice. That's according to President Muhammad Buhari. Uh, gunmen abduct over 200 students in Niger State. Uh, two years in office. Abiodun's cause administration high. Is there. Uh, on the Nigerian News Direct as well. Uh, allegations of bribery. Accusation is wild. Cheap blackmail. AGF replies ASU. 54 oil pipelines vandalized in February. That's according to the NNPC. Is there on the Nigerian News Direct as well. Resident doctors extend strike. Ultimatum by two weeks for federal government states to act. Uh, you find that. On the Nigerian News Direct as well uh, this uh, morning. The Pempushing newspapers uh, also uh, with some to look out for uh, this uh, Monday morning. Uh, says uh, gunmen strike again, abducts, abduct many students in Niger State. Uh, Nonchalance of Ibadan elders responsible for crime rates in Ibadan, says former police boss. Uh, there's also strike, stop inflammatory comments against us. Doctors warn chief medical director. Uh, that's there uh, on the uh, Prempushing newspapers. Uh, there is also a race for chairmanship candidate for all progressive Congress council election tears party apart. Is there on the pen pushing newspapers as well uh, this uh, morning to look out for? There are quite a number of them uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, we will do as much as we can, of course, uh, to mention some of them at Fresh FM. I built on Twitter uh, is where you uh, get to drop your contributions as we go on uh, this Monday morning. The report about the sad death of the former aide to the uh, former president, Gulak Jonathan uh, Ahmed Gulak, is on uh, many of the dailies this morning and uh, some of the reactions uh, that have trailed it this morning. Buhari talks tough. APC, ACF condemn ex-Jonathan's aide killing. Uh, is there on the punch. Is on a lot of the dailies uh, with a different headline, of course. Uh, the president, Mohammed Buhari, on Sunday said his government would ensure that those who killed a chieftain 
of the ruling All Progressives Congress, Ahmed Gulak, were brought to justice. Wari spoke in a statement by Senior Special Assistant on Media and Publicity, Gaba Sheu, titled President Buhari expressed outrage, sadness over Gulak's murder. Gulak, a former special advisor on political matters to former President Gulak Jonathan, was killed in Oweremo State on Sunday. Sources said he was ambushed while on his way to the Simon Bako International Cargo Airport. His motorcade was reportedly attacked at the place at a place called Obiagua, close to the airport. Sheo quoted the president as saying, I am repulsed by such premeditated and gruesome murder of Gulag by evil people who are determined to undermine the peace, unity, and territorial integrity of our country. Let me warn, however, that nobody or group of people who engages in such despicable acts should expect to go free. We will deploy all resources at our disposal to ensure that such callous and criminal elements are brought to justice. A spokesperson for the police in the state, Bala Elkana, in a statement said six bandits were behind the murder. Elkana said Gulak left his hotel room in Oweri on Sunday to catch a flight without informing the police, despite the security situation in the state. The statement read on May 30th, around 7.20, bandits intercepted and attacked the Toyota Camry cab taking Ahmed Gulak and two others who were on their way to the Samumbaku airport to catch a flight. Gulak left his room at Protea Hotel without informing the police or sister agencies in view of the fragile security situation in the southeast and Imo in particular. He left without any security escorts, and while the cab driver took a regular route to the airport, six bandits who were in the Toyota Sienna intercepted, identified and shot at Ahmed Gulak at around Omweze, Obiago in Ungokpala local government area. Uh, close to the airport. The Commissioner of Police in Imo, Abutu Yaro, has directed a discreet investigation into the matter as tactical and special forces have been deployed to cordon, to cordon off the area and arrest perpetrators. Well, uh, the rest of it is there on the point. It comes to the number of reactions. Killing senseless, wicked. That's according to the Ondo State Governor, Ruti Makiridulu. Uh, he's been reacting to the killing. IPOP denies responsibility. Is another uh, that is there. Uh, on the punch this uh, morning. You don't understand why they are denying. There's been some um, fingers pointing at them. Uh, the Premium Times says, Gulag, police blame IPOB, say killers neutralized. That's there uh, on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning. Uh, there's another daily with the report. It says, IPOB denies uh, involvement in killing of Gulag. is also there uh, to look out for uh, this morning. Well, uh, that that was uh, I, I don't know whether whether to, if we, if we are you know putting them uh, in pers- in um, positions I could say that that's probably the most high profile security mishap uh, that got talked about over the weekend because there is the abduction of the students in Niger but uh, the, the the part of the statement by the police or by Mr Balala Kana said uh, Mr Gulak left his hotel without informing the police uh, the big question is you know uh, would, would 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 anyone had informed the police where they were going naturally shouldn't you know uh, we yes we know the tense security situation but you don't understand uh, that the expectation is we can just you know move around no one has to really inform the police before moving about but really sad what has happened uh, in Imo. Well, um, let, let, let me start by um first uh, saying this about what i pop said saying they were not responsible maybe they were not but have they claimed responsibility for any destruction of the peace there before? So um, that that may not count. But it it they are also telling the police to do their investigation. Maybe some other people did this. Maybe it was just a coincidence mm. that they didn't even know the government didn't even know who was there. They just wanted to kill, you know, to continue the reign of terror. Maybe, but uh, the police reaction is rather despicable for me. 
and um, it's it's really a shame and it's a confirmation that the Nigerian police is for the comfortable it's it's not for everyone because perhaps the man just wanted to move out of that city like any other person and well you might want to say that he knew what the security situation was but we don't know for how long he's been there Maybe he also took the same route to uh, the, 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 the hotel, to the from, hotel from, you know, and he's been there. Has he been moving around with police escorts? So these escorts are actually for the VIPs in the country, and that's why ordinary people are being killed, and police will not issue this kind of statement. So it, it's just a confirmation of what we've already known, that look... Uh, Every every man for himself, God for all of us. And if you have money, you can you can buy security, you can buy comfort for yourself. In fact, some people believe they can buy life. If they have money, they can't die because of you know the, what money has turned them into. And the police coming with this kind of statement is unfortunate. The man is dead. Maybe if he's alive, maybe he will have had his own story. You know, to how this happened. Maybe he knew that some people were following him and all that. But it's not the kind of thing to say in 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 a tragedy like this that he did not inform the police. How many members of the society will inform the police? So we know all animals are supposed to be equal, but we also know that some are more equal than the other. In this case, the police has indicted himself. Well, because uh, uh, they, 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 there's been uh, somewhat similar reactions uh, to uh, what you're saying as far as, uh, you know, some of the people that have been talking about what happened in Imo. Uh, a number of people, you know, questioning that part of the statement saying, uh, would an average Nigerian have informed the police uh, that they were going somewhere uh, irrespective of the security situation? Uh, in that state. Uh, well, is there on uh, the punch? Uh, the Guardian uh, says police say suspected killers of Gulag shot dead in shootout. Uh, is also there uh, on the Guardian oh, to look they've out They've killed for. the people that are killed him. Well, that, 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 that's uh, one of the things that, that has been going around uh, <laughs> since uh, yesterday. Uh, wow. Is um, on um, Daily, even the Premium Times uh, said um, police blame IPOP, say killers neutralized. That's on the Premium Times. It, was it based on their own reaction immediately after the incident or at, at, at another location? In fact, there's been some individuals that have questioned whether these really are individuals. You know, if they've been eliminated or Ready, then how do you tell that these are the individuals? But uh, well, I hope somebody is not just trying to uh, take our mind off any investigation that should still continue. I hope that's not what you know someone is trying to do. Well, is there on many of the dailies? Uh, may the soul of the departed rest in peace. We uh, pray that his families, his loved ones, and his associates of the 42 to bear the loss um there are a number of other security related stories again suspected headsmen killed 12 in benway uh, is there on the tribune one killed 200 islamia students kidnapped in niger there's another uh, on the tribune uh, this uh, morning uh, j- just before we uh, leave uh, emo uh, the Nigeria Tribune says arsonist set another INEC office ablaze in Imo a week after its office in Haya Zimbese, local government area of the state was vandalized. Arsonists have again set ablaze the office of the Independent National Electoral Commission in Injaba, local government area in Southeast State. 
Uh, Barrister Fessel Zokoye, who is the National Commission and Chairman of the Information and Voter Education Committee, disclosed this in a statement on Sunday. Okoye further revealed that the Sunday attack was the eighth INEC office to be attacked in Imo since the 2019 general elections. The statement said, although no life was lost, the building was substantially burnt down along with electoral materials, office equipment, and furniture. Sunday wreckage of its Injabalogu government office had since increased the attacks on INEC offices around the country. Uh, to 42. Uh, the commission restated its concern that the ongoing vandalization of its offices constitutes a threat to the conduct of the next general elections. Uh, is there on the Nigerian Tribune this uh, morning? Asinist set another INEC office ablaze in Emo. Uh, th- th- this is particularly uh, worrying because of the fact that it's coming just days after the INEC boss had a meeting with security heads uh, in Abuja where, you know, the talks about uh, the continued attacks on INEC facilities uh, was the focus. And because uh, the the reason for the meeting was to uh, give a breakdown of what has been going on and also to get security agencies to step up their game, so to speak, as far as protecting, uh, you know, INEC facilities are concerned. They continue to say, if this continue, we will not, we might not be able to hold the 2023 general elections as we should. And just another has happened over the weekend. Uh, the 2023 elections, you could say, is uh, some months away. But then there are a lot of activities INEC should be involved in. I know they're getting ready for the Anambra elections. Uh, the uh, CVR, the Continual Voter reg- Registration, also, uh, you know, on top of their agenda. With these attacks, all of this uh, in jeopardy, they say. Well, um, it, it, it's a pity that um, this is going on now. And we seem not to see it maybe being abated you know by, by by anyone two institutions are being attacked regularly in the southeast the electoral body INEC and of course the police perhaps other you know security agencies some people already said that there will not be election they won't allow election to hold in the southeast and maybe the authorities thought they were bluffing but now it's like they are making it real that the two, one of the two institutions that will make an election happen, the security agencies, this time around, the police, and INEC, the electoral body itself. So if that happens, your get is as good as mine. Who, even if you now move some other material to some other makeshift building for INEC and you provide all the security and all that, later... Would the electorate even come out? Would, uh, would they be assured that some people will not, while they are on the queue trying to vote, some, people, some government will not come, unknown government will not come and begin to kill people? You know, so it, it's, it, if it will not, the election will not hold, of course, that has been the prayer of those who told us then, you know, that election will not hold in the Southeast. But you ask yourself, for what reason? Even if secession, you know, taking it by force is the main purpose of this. What will be left of the Southeast at the end of the day? All the national, uh, uh, maybe buildings and some other things that you are attacking, the people that you are killing. Don't you have Southeasterners amongst them? The police, you know, the custom officers and other people. Because they are just doing it this just randomly. So, if you have to kill people, some of them, your brothers, your sisters, because you want something, then that is, is not what, you know, getting for you. 
because you are going to you are going to spill a lot of blood like you are doing it and at the end of the day it's not sustainable for you to do that kind of thing secession it can happen you can have self-determination but there are other ways than using this kind of violence on ordinary people ordinary people people that you know the, the, the policemen that you are killing is it their fault that they are in the police is it their fault that the the country is the way it is so i think it's something that should get everybody worried i'll be saying it the leaders in the southeast i'm not talking about the political leaders now for anyone that knows that he is not he is a political yeah you don't belong to any political party but you're a leader of thought in that zone they really have to come out and, and begin to speak up either in support or against what is going on because this is one you know, a win that will not blow anybody any good. And, and you know, since you mentioned the leaders, I, I was I was quickly going to add that uh, the Southeast Governors Forum uh, they had met some weeks back. They had said uh, they were setting up a committee of uh, you know um, traditional rulers, religious leaders, and a number of others to get to talk to. Uh, the people in that zone and for some reason just appears that has not changed the situation in any way if there's anything we've seen uh, an increase in number of attacks that have been happening in that region uh well a number of people just like questions were asked there when we started amotepo mm. some are asking questions about that it will be as well saying uh what exactly is it we are doing when is it will be going to be when are they going to begin to feel uh the the effect of it but Oh, these are questions. I, I don't. I don't see that the whole security network doing anything against the the, the m- m- mindless killings going on, mm. uh, because with with the weapons these guys are using, even against the police, you, you know, I, network, I it, there's, no a, there's a course. I, I forgot. I think maybe detective course or something that mm. some policemen have to do in Enugu. You know, they have to stop the course. So that people can go back. Those who were not posted to Enugu initially can leave. Now, you are leaving room for the real criminals in the Southeast. I mean, maybe other criminals. These ones are criminals. But by the time you weaken, you know, remember all these things still belong to the section of the aftermath of answers that we're talking about. When people had the boldness to attack policemen, to k- kill them, to burn their stations. And in that fashion, things have continued. So, the boldness is now there that, look, if you, you can find policemen at any junction or so, and you just open fire on them, on them suddenly, and you kill them. And that is, that is the evil that is going on, because we don't have enough policemen already. We have, you know, uh, bandits, we have armed robbers, we have kidnappers doing their thing. Now, they are further being weakened. Their patrol vehicles that are not enough are being destroyed, raised all the time. The police stations, they are taking some of their weapons away. And somebody can sit somewhere and feel that, look, it will not matter. I, we, we need to get more serious, starting from the commander-in-chief. If they, they, they cannot find any other solution, I think the right solution will come from the southeast itself, where the elders will rise up and begin to speak for or against because if they are coming to speak for the attackers, then we will now know where we belong. But nobody's talking. Well, uh, is the situation there in the southeast? Well, they've been talking about a number of other things. They've been talking. They've been talking about constitution review. They've been talking about uh, you know uh, picking up the night. That, that will not justify any mm. killing. Well, the well, killing of anybody. 
we'll get into that in a moment. Asan is set another INEC officer blazing emo is on the Nigeria Tribune this morning. We'll take a very quick pause and uh, take a look at some more headlines when we return. Don't go anywhere, please. Academy Suite. Telephone 0817-666-601. Academy Suite. Home away from home. Hello. Good afternoon. How may I help you, please? Yes, I would like to buy data to watch plenty, plenty videos. You know now, music, sports, in short, everything on YouTube. What is your budget, sir? As low as possible. Well, how does 15 hour for an hour sound? <laughs> 50 Naira for one hour? Ha! Talk true! Yes! With Glow YouTube Plan, you can stream all your favorite YouTube videos for as low as 50 Naira. Hey! What do I do? Simply dial star 777 hash to get started. Get the super affordable YouTube time-based plans from Glow and start feasting on your favorite YouTube videos for as low as 50 Naira for one hour during the day and 50 Naira for five hours at night. Dial star 777 hash, select data, select social bundle, and select YouTube to choose the Glow YouTube plan that's just right for you. Glow Unlimited. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Monday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Uh, moving on very swiftly, there's this uh, report on The Guardian. It says Nigeria not under any debt stress. DMO insists. Now, despite the negative toll the debt profile is having on the Nigerian economy, the Debt Management Office has insisted that the nation's debt is still sustainable as it is yet to reach the threshold set by the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. According to it, the Economic Community of West African States, ECOWAS, has set maximum debt limit for West African countries at 70% of the nation's gross domestic product, and Nigeria is still currently at 21%, while for external debt, DMO has set 40% benchmark, but the country is still uh, at 8%. Adding, currently, Nigeria's total expended external debt as at December 2020 is $33.8 billion, that's 12.7 trillion naira, of which the federal government owes $28.5 billion, while the states owe $4.7 billion. The domestic debt is $53.04 billion, while the federal government debt was put at $42.1 billion. The states owe $10.9 billion, putting the total debt at $86 billion, which is $32.9 trillion naira. 
As a representative of the DMO, Director General Monde Usiade disclosed this during a presentation on Nigeria's local and foreign debt management at the West African Region Debt Advocacy and Training Sessions in Abuja. Um, according to him, they had provided the debt sustainability analysis using the World Bank IMF template, which they used to analyze the nation's debt yearly and advise the government borrowing, saying, looking at Nigeria's size of economy, which is relatively large compared to other smaller countries, its debt-to-GDP ratio as at 2019 stood at 19%, and this is uh, relatively small. The debt only increased by 1.6% in 2020, he said, adding that if benchmarked with the size of Nigeria's economy, the country could still generate the needed revenue to service the debt. Uh, the rest of it is there on The Guardian. Nigeria not under any debt stress, DMO insists. Uh, they mentioned figures, uh, mentioned the threshold, saying that um, uh, at ECOWAS, uh, they put the uh, borrowing limit at 70% of the nation's GDP. They say Nigeria is still currently at 21% of its GDP as far as borrowings are concerned. Uh, they also say uh, that the country is still just at 8% as compared to the 40% benchmark uh, that the DMO has set. Now, we've, we've uh, been inundated. We've had so many uh, to, uh, you know, talks about how the debt profile is rising and how that could affect the country. But this is the DMO saying, well, it's not, it's not so much uh, compared to what we have. And maybe this begins to um, uh, lend credence to what the... You know, finance people continue to say, the finance minister, for example, mm. continues to say, well, we're not borrowing that much, <laughs> despite the complaints about uh, the debt profile of the country. Well, they're, they're actually looking at the size of the economy and uh, maybe the growth rate and all that. See, I've always been of the view that um, there's nothing wrong if you want to borrow money to do critical infrastructure or to put them in place. But, um, you know, when people hear this kind of uh, monies that have been mentioned, this trillion, that trillion, some some of them in, in, in billion dollars and all that, you ask yourself, um, can, can we see what you are doing with it? Um, are they projects that will, you know, last enough while we are still paying and the project will, not be, will still be there, maybe after payment, many years after? So... People raise critical questions, you know. So, you know, I, I am in in uh, epistemology. That's the theory of knowledge. You know, it is said that all men deserve to know. That's according to Aristotle. So, people have been asking the right questions. And if DMO is telling us this, I hope they have all the information we don't have. If they have all the information we don't have, then there is no point anybody fretting over this. So, we, we leave it at that. But because we also know the country we live in um many times you have to also have the capacity to doubt certain information or if you want to keep your sanity you know you don't rest so much on some of these official statements or you just you just take it out okay we shall see so but for those who can think critically they, they won't just leave it at that will be and will begin to ask questions because if the dead body is too much, it's not too much because of us. It will be too much because of the uh, generation coming. Because it is going to take a lot of time for some of these debt to be paid. But if you have a, for, for instance, look at the railway project. You know, this is an income generating, you know, project that... Of course, it will be paying itself at the end of the day. And, of course, you can say, yes, we, 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 it is sustainable. If you are building roads, if the roads, you know, are, are well done 
top quality. Of course, even if you are going to pay for 15, 20 years, of course, you know that road will still not be there. You won't, you won't take another contractor, the same contractor, to go there and rebuild that road. So that's the way it, you know, it should be done. But if you take debt and you are spending debt on non-capital projects, you know, uh, the recurrent expeditions like we, we've had in the past, then that is where we need to begin to check the government and tell them that, look, the way you are going, you are going to sell this country one day and we will not have a country call, call our own because our, our creditors might simply come and say, look, we, we now own Nigeria. So all of you should leave or you work for us. Of, of course, for, for a lot of Nigerians, yes, the DMO can, you know, reel out some of these figures. But mm. for some Nigerians, what, what really worries them is the amount that goes into debt servicing, for example. In the, in every, the annual budget. Uh, and, and, uh, I think like 2019, for example, we're mm. talking about 2.45, yeah. uh, you know, uh, 2.45 trillion naira going into um, uh, debt, you know, servicing. debt servicing, mm. uh, which is a lot of money. At that time, it was about 50. 59% there about mm, of mm. the generated revenue yeah. uh, in the country and that, that just uh, tells the worry that, of the that's, that's what they're going to be called I think they call it debt, debt to revenue ratio mm. you know when you, when you calculate that for, for, for those who know then you begin to you know place it in the right way is it too much is it not too much you know, the, the, the same DMO have told us they, they have cautioned the federal government then mm. but for the, and we believe them in the cautioning they were giving or the caution they were giving. Now, now if, when they are saying this now, except if any other person has some other information, then we can begin to use that information to counter what they are telling us now. For now, I, I think, like I said, to keep your sanity in this country, uh, sometimes you, and if you don't have all the information, sometimes you just need to, to watch. Anyway, um, just before we get to talk to you very quickly, the Nigerian Guardian has a story about the uh, Southern and um, Middle Belt leaders. It says Southern Middle Belt leaders demand restructuring, adoption of 1963 constitution, uh, labels, um, constitution amendment process fraudulent. Uh, that's there on the um, Guardian this morning. Uh, of course, uh, you can get the details of that story. It's there on the Guardian. Uh, the uh, leaders, of course, spoke about how they expect that the uh, next president of the country will be coming uh, from uh, that region. But but the the reactions, uh, some of the reactions that have trailed this uh, constitutional amendment process is, is worrying for some individuals because this is a process that uh, I bet is taking a lot of time, taking a lot of resources, and as well, uh, raising hopes for some people. Uh, but when you get some of the reactions, in fact, at the start of the public hearings last week, uh, we saw the reactions from Lagos, from Ekiti, from Katuna, from where, uh, you know, there were some, there were many that felt the amendment process wasn't just what the country needed. Uh, some even said we have to go back to the 1963 constitution, just as the Southern Middle Belt leaders have said now. And then you begin to wonder, uh, how did we then reach the consensus of uh, <laughs> starting this um, uh, this uh, amendment process only to have all this <laughs> you know, noise following. Uh, although that is not that that because uh, not intended to take away the hope for some people because uh, there are some people that are quite hopeful about this process and what it can achieve. See, for me, um, the constitution we have as it is now is not something that you can just throw away. But 
because the the those who put the constitution there, just like the constitution in any other country, they have they have left windows for amendments because as time goes on, some things will have to change, and you have to change with time. You know, so the the only problem some people have who have taken the place of hardliner is that look, we, there was never a time we sat down, and now you are now saying we the people of Nigeria. It was a military constitution. But I asked myself, the military, that some politicians took part. Also, some people that are not in the military also took part. Some of them are still alive. You know, it's the, it's the way we are running the constitution that is also a factor. Yes, we have some parts that we can just expunge, rearrange things. Just look at those three lists that we've been talking about, for instance. The exclusive, the residual, and, and, and the concurrent. By the time you rejig all those things, you are not having state police, you are having all those things, you will still be moving towards peace in this country. So, I, for me, I, I don't know how we are going to throw away this and just create another one immediately. Um, I, I don't know what kind of vacuum we should be expecting in doing that. Now we have a National Assembly, you know, whether we like them or not. They have been forced to do this kind of thing. If they are not doing it rightly, there are some people have uh, they, 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 they've seen some flaws in what they are doing. We take them back. That look, what you are doing is still not right. If you want us to do this, you, you have to do it the right way. So, 1963 Constitution, I, I think that's Republican, yes. But if you cannot stop on the road immediately now and make a U-turn, because the U-turn we are talking about, it, it's it's not going to be easy. But where we are now, can we just stop everything and say we want to we want to move? Yes, we can sit down and discuss. That's why some people are saying that, look, we need to renegotiate the country. Certain clauses, sentences that are there in the constitution should be changed. Yes, we can achieve it. But the way it is currently, with the lawmakers in Abuja also supposed to be supposed to be representing some people. I think we can still achieve something. But for us to throw it away, the, the entire document away, I don't believe everything in the constitution, you know, is bad that we should throw it away. Because some people also participated in it. We are just saying military. Some some civilians participated in it at that time. Maybe you might want to say they they they, they were working for those you know who who nominated them mm. uh, there at, at that time, and now we have it. But for us to have accepted this since 1999, we've been running the country with it, and now we've seen the flaws in it. We take out whichever sections that are not okay there and put some other things there. Then we we'll, we we'll be talking peace. I think. All the agitators now, what everybody is driving towards is peace. And we have to have that point of convergence where everybody will agree. Not At least the majority will agree, not everybody, because it's a democracy. Yeah. By the time the majority agrees, who says we can also not change that constitution in the next 20, 30 years? Because the world is evolving. We have a rigid constitution that will take certain processes. Some people have their own flexible or unwritten that you know they can just with uh, they just make changes as swiftly exactly. as they exactly they just they just like they do they do in the UK they just add one or two things and remove some things and they are moving on but because our own is rigid we have to go through some of these uh, uh, routes that we are going through 
Well, the constitution process, uh, the am amendment process continues. The public hearings were held last week across centers of the country. Lord West said, we take a very quick pause and uh, get to hear from you when we return. Don't go anywhere. Hmm. Oko <laughs> Unlimited. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Monday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Well, let's get some thoughts from you this morning. Remember, we're live. Uh, Therefore, you to drop your contributions on Twitter at Fresh FM. The numbers uh, to call this morning are 0803 1079-0803-322-1079. You can also call 907-800-1079. 907-800-1079. Those are the numbers to call uh, to talk to us via this uh, morning on the program. At Fresh FM, I built on Twitter. Uh, is the other avenue for you to drop your contributions this uh, morning uh, as far as some of the... Um, Headlines that we've mentioned uh, this morning are concerned. Quite a number of you uh, have sent in your thoughts on Twitter already. Uh, we'll get to them in a moment. The numbers once again: zero eight zero three three two two ten seventy nine zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. Hello, good morning to you. Hello, good morning. Okay. Uh, well, you have to try again. Uh, 0803 322 1079 0907 800 1079. Uh, those are the numbers. Uh, hello, good morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? from? Good morning. This is Sir Bayon calling from my Good morning. Good morning, Sir Good morning, my brother. Good morning, Sir. Yes, um, Samson. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, towards the end of this, um, your analysis, that was when I came in. And I heard the part where you said, it is not the whole constitution that is faulty. And I agree with you. I've been saying this for so long that even if we have, if we are to reach our constitution, out of 100%, if it's only 30% of the constitution that is good, hmm. how much have we complied with that 30%? With the 30 hmm. If we had complied with that 30%, we wouldn't be where we are today. Those who are clamoring for a new, co new constitution, a lot of them are either in government uh, in, in the immediate past or some years back. Why can't they do the right thing as at then? Now, we have uh, National Assembly members. What are they doing? It is not me, the man on the street, that will come and say, I want to change the constitution. 
even if we sit down and say this is the new constitution we want, who are the people that will that will implement it? These same people that have refused to implement the only thirty percent of our constitution that is good. I'm afraid we, we are not yet going right. towards where we are supposed to go. Right. Good morning. All right. Good morning. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Very very interesting contributions there. Zero eight zero three three two two ten seventy nine zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seventy nine. Those are the numbers to call. Uh, to talk to us via this morning. And not by me on Twitter says the killing of Gulak and indeed any Nigerian, regardless of status anywhere in the country, is indeed regrettable. Now that the alleged killers have been neutralized, anyone or group trying to set the southerners up in the north in the north up for reprisal attacks has also failed. Good morning. Yeah, hello, good morning, man. Good morning. Mr. Good morning, yeah, sir. My name is, yeah, my name is Bolan from Michigan. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to have my first take. I think this, uh, I think you have not mistaken. For a couple of uh, weeks now, I've been clamoring on this kind of agitation that the House assembly, uh, of Assembly, they are not doing the necessary things. They are up to their responsibility. That's why we are where we are now. Outrightly, we knew that the law is clear that 1999 Constitution is almost outdated. But notwithstanding, we can still make use of it. You know, through the uh, what's it called? They are taking our Constitution. Right. Every time they have their meeting or whatever they have, we should have been, you know, up our game than this. But it's not possible. We can't do that. This is the constitution that we broke, that we brought together, you know, for this democracy that we are now. You understand, presently. But what is what I would still advise them to do is this: they can still do something. Never too late, you know, for anything in, in life. They can do right. compromise, to, you know, to do something right. with this constitution of the team. Thank you. Good morning. All right. Uh, th- thank you very much uh, this uh, for your contribution. Bada Damilola says, burning of INEC offices, killing of police officers and others going on in the southeast should be a great concern for the Nigerian government. We are still battling with kidnapping every day. It is high time PMB acted on this. Enough of presidency speeches. Uh, Critical Scorpio says the Supreme Court should reinstall the winner of Imo election simple. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Yes, there's been some talk about that, but the court already <laughs> you know, uh, made their judgment as far as that uh, is uh, concerned. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, how are you, sir? Well, fine, thank you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Engineer Nii Nafi from Yaba. Go ahead, sir. The agitation for the change of, uh, for the uh, review of constitution is right. Because it is, people are clamoring, but we need restructuring because there is lopsidedness in that constitution. Look at, they are talking about zone, 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 and zone is not in the constitution. Uh, uh, former governor of uh, Kabi, Damalero, will be arguing against Abari Bay's uh, uh, mentioning of uh, lopsidedness in, in the appointment of uh, security chief, substantiating it with the fact that he, is, he was mentioning zone, and zone is not in the constitution. So why wouldn't we tinker with that constitution as, as of now? It is time for us to do that. And I also pity... I also uh, I, I fell for Gula that uh, that was killed. It, uh, it is uh, our de- democracy is taken to another level, and I want to ask, charge all the people in concern 
that let there be justice all over the places. There is a call for a, for justice that oh. people should not be so powerful, thinking that they are so powerful because they are in power and do whatever it will not be pleasing to the people. Right. And those oh. demands should plead with his people. You should plead with these people. It is, it is because it's there that all these things are happening. Mm-hmm. God bless oh. Nigeria and bless Nigeria. Uh-huh. Yes, sir, thank you very much. It's happening across the southeast. Exactly, in a, in a, in a, boy, in a lot of other places. Uh, although, although some, have, some have spoken about the emo situation and said, mm. just like this uh, earlier tweet saying, the Supreme Court should, you know, put the right person there. And then, you know, you, you just begin to wonder uh, whether this is just a situation of uh, people uh, just trying to make the uh, state ungovernable uh, for. Uh, yeah, that governor, maybe. Uh, that is uh, whatever it is they have against him. We do not know if that's the case anyway. Um, uh, uh, but their case is not an isolated one. Uh, of course. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Samson. Good morning. Uh, my name is Paul. I'm calling from Abuja. The, the, the foundational error of this particular constitution is that. It does not establish us as a nation. Number one, there is no country in the world, no democracy in the world, where the limitations of constituencies and the portions of the legislature is eliminated by landmass or by perceived population. It is wrong to do that. It is delineated normally by the party ethnic nationalities in that nation. In fact, even if the, the number of those people are just 1,000 and your own number is 60 million, the delineation in the legislature must be the same. And that is not done here. And that's why Nigeria is shaking. Even though this particular concern is not going to be paid even by the number one man, we must enter with it if this nation must become a nation. The ethnic nationalities must have equal equal innovation in the legislature in the, and they determine their own local government. You know that you give one local government to, to some people and then you give one hundred to another person and so you are sharing the resources mm. of, of that country for that All local right. government. Also when you are not generating the resources, another All right, person generating the resources. All right, th- th- thank you. Um, I want to about additional loose strings. Uh, says uh, regarding the constitution, this current one is not going to help us anymore. Imagine a constitution that allows a man who had stolen ten billion to pay two hundred thousand naira fine. Obviously, a new constitution that promotes equity is needed. Uh, there are a number of others. Alakam Larry says, Zemo State is fast becoming Bruno State, the epicenter of uh, Boko Haram terrorists. I don't know why Zentua Baribay is still working freely and making inflammatory statements after standing charity for uh, the fugitive Kano. Mr. <laughs> President should stop the empty threat and be decisive. Um, he says, uh, Raja Fizabidemi says, on the issue of 14 students, Greenfield University will gain freedom from uh, with 180 million naira. Honestly, federal government and Kaduna State need to pay back the parents of those students and Kaduna <laughs> State need to put more effort concerning security in Kaduna. Well, um, it's, it's there on Twitter. Many thanks, <laughs> you know, for your contributions. Uh, we, we don't know We don't know what the plans of the Kaduna State government is as far as, uh, you know, even the, the ransom reportedly if, paid for even, the Even if they are going to pay, you won't hear about it. Mm. But the parents are not even... What the Does parents it? wanted, 
just to have their children back. So it's not about them paying back because it will be a vast phase if they do that. So they already said they are not going to negotiate. Now the parents negotiated on their own. And they, they use that to set, tell the government that, look, you really do not care about us. We but, care more but, for our children. It's, it's interesting because the government had said if we if they called anyone negotiating, they were going to prosecute Maybe them. they <laughs> should arrest these ones. But, you know, the bill has not been passed. Mm. It's not a law yet. Mm, mm. Uh, we, we want to see how that would be justiceable. If you have left your own you know, responsibility to protect the people and they will take their loved ones away and you say they should not negotiate, I think it's still a joke from the National Assembly. Anyway, um, that, that's as much as we'll take uh, this uh, morning. Thank you very much for being a part of the program. Mr. Akinele, thank you for your thoughts thank this you, morning. Thank you for having me. God bless Nigeria. Wale Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Monday. Have a blessed week. Good morning. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM 107.9 Abel Kuta it will be kale. At the young one, Joe Conlan, you say, Tia Mafi, Jacan, your jam for knee to Lirai. Now to my bower, pain your journal, Emma Jam for knee, big boy, Daniel Colori, Onje to a Kaja, at Tiko Yakaja, it will be said to a Kagbe, at Tiko Yakagbe, Latifi, Jeki, I son Kojinoswa. Nigga in Daniel Koi, at Washe, it to Ayo, Ara of a Fungu, want to Baba, pain your journal, Ellie Moby to put their cat on your line, Edemo, Irito, Juti, or Yakafun, Arain. Chawala, when they show you that we share people live here. Benny, you to see Daniel Ko, at Ayawara of him, at my long share. To be Majila for any Alaska Jackie, Lira Hope Dada. You know, I share any, it's on Jackie, a Jacosha, Yaradada. Tell about the tension, Yaradada, Ali, I saw if I'm Pagalo. At Jackie Locolaya, one near Alafia, and you are only Shetomo, a Dukumba, or a Tokoju, Niara. At the Tunin Sheton Shet or Jufun Ara, Baolo Shea, Iraq, where won your real Ara, Shea won Kutai Taini, a Bioki Rioso. Ayawara Leo or Shiko by the Moru Bissetu, Elomia Soipe, only Julian Yon Lenu, Elomia Soipe, Aramole, Gunion Lenu, Tabia Waka, Tabisong Gusong. Elomio ki won ma bo lati wa se ayewo ilera ofe medical test ade tun ma se idanileko lori oro ilera won fun won won de tun ni anfani lati lo orisirisi rinse fun ara won lati bi le je ki ilera won ko tu peye ni ojo na ni ojo tuesday ati thursday yi ni o ni dede ago major aro ni number 39 testimony plaza tinubu street ni egbe ile ipo ebenfem ni ta eko first come first serve ni osoko tete de awa ti aba ni arugbo nle eje ka tete gbe won wa ni aro tuesday ati thursday yi ago major aro ni ni ojo Mediji 
A se to aye wo ilera ofe fun won, kon ba le mobi tokun die kato ni ara ati riti ojou to eko fun ara won. Cha wa rubo ni kon wani, anwa odonan kon. Ken sha rubo ni kon, eme ipe ilera ni oro, fun bubo ni ruru ti oba ni fe siki ilera to unko goro dada kuto defe kpe ni aye. Ato konrin, ati obirin, pa akpa enyo konrin te eni ya onle, ati enyo obirin no, eso fun anwa dadi wa. Ke jo wajek badu unkon ti ani fun wani yo ojo tilde yi ati tosde yi. Phone number wone ya wunye li man penye si tamba fe mokou posi, e si sun juwe bi tofi si nye wa. Phone number ti alikwe wa si wone 081-626-65-6715. Le konsi 081-626-65-6715. E ma ba akpa de ni number 39, Testimony Plaza. Ni Tinumbu Street, Lake Bay Lake, where Ben Femme ni Taiko. Debati big taxi, Kesso Fuenkman Lossi, Egg Bay Lake, where Ben Femme ni Taiko, Kunishino. Number Watel Mark Bay Lake, Osiri, 081-626-65-6715. Lake Osi, 081-626-65-6715. Ojo, let's pay to a year will let off a year, my way. Ati pe, e so 